So basically what I'm trying to get you to do, what I'm trying to get this concept is, is how important it is to track your food. That's what my diet is. We don't even have to call it macros. My diet program for you is tracking what you eat every day. Because some of you guys do keto and then we get you to track your food and we realize that you're eating way more carbs than you're supposed to and you didn't even realize it. Again, I don't want to hear because this is what I hear. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I, I do it right. You, you don't get it. I really do keto. Okay. Then just track for the next 30 days. Just track. And if you really do keto, then no harm, right? But get a coach and track for the next 30 days. And if you're not losing weight consistently, I promise you it's probably because you're missing something. And for a lot of you guys, what you're missing is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> That's the truth. And so my diet for you is tracking and we get people to track every day for, let's say, our eight-week challenge we just started, okay? We start to realize where there's gaps. What are you missing? Are you missing the protein? Do we need to control your carbs? Are you not getting enough of the good fats? Are you just falling off your diet on Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Are you an emotional eater? The diet program is track what you eat and we can look at your calories, protein, carbs, fats, and alcohol and then figure out a plan that works for your life. Mm. A program that works for your life. And we're going to pick on keto here. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Ya Boy Roy Show. We're around here. We earn that cookie. What's happening, friends? I am so excited for you to be here for another episode of the Train Rough series. In the Train Rough series, we break down the workout and nutrition truth of you living your happiest, healthiest life. And I think this is a very powerful series we're about to go in because, listen, workouts and nutrition literally set the foundation for you living your happiest, healthiest life. I see it again and again and again when people work out. You know, there's so much science to back up you having more mental clarity, um, being in a better mood, uh, being healthier, living longer, the whole nine yards. And, you know, when it comes down to nutrition, the fact is you are what you eat. When you eat like crap, you feel like crap. And that's just the truth. And we're going to kind of, in this first few episodes, we're going to dive into specifically the nutrition aspect because you hear this all the time. You can't outwork a bad diet. It's 80% diet, 20% the gym. And if diet is literally something that none of us can avoid, whether you decide to work out or not, you cannot avoid eating food. You can't do it. You need it. All right? So I want to dive into that first because it's such a necessity that even if you do decide to work out, that's only what? An hour, two hours of your day. Well, when it comes to food, we have breakfast, lunch, dinner, your snacks, your post-workout, all these things you're eating throughout the day. You know, you spend so much more time around food, consuming food, preparing food than anything else. It, it just, it takes more time, it takes more attention, and ultimately it is going to be a bigger part of your results than anything else. So with that being said, let's dive into this first nutrition talk. Um, I want to, <laughs> you guys, I'm getting, I'm getting excited. I'm going to go on a few tangents these next few episodes because not only am I going to talk about what works, what do we do in our program? How do we get our people such great results? But I'm actually going to start picking on some of these other diets that I've seen in these fad diets that are leading people down 
the wrong route or a wrong journey or they're being you're being lied to uh, simply because people just want to make money off of you and um, when we go down this journey okay when we talk about what we're going to talk about today I want I just I want to take a second and I want to just take a deep breath and let's put our egos aside for the next I don't know how long I'm going to have you here let's just say the next 30 minutes to an hour Okay, I want us to put our egos aside because here's the thing that I see with most people. Most people who are on one of these programs or they're on this diet, they're so set in stone that this is the end-all be-all. There is no other diet that could work. This is the only way. And for whatever the reason is, and we'll kind of talk about those, you're not open to other ideas. But I tell you what, there's one of two type of people who's listening to this podcast right now. Either one, you're a coach trying to build your online fitness business and you're trying to get some insight on building that business or getting some more information that you can relate to your clients, which I think is an amazing thing. Or two, you are a person who's trying to better themselves physically. You're probably trying to lose weight uh, go down a few pant sizes, um, you know, uh, get regain confidence, wear a two-piece bathing suit. You're probably the person who, you know, in high school, you never had to worry about um, what you ate ever. And you never really had to work hard for it. You were just always kind of lean. And now many years later, your metabolism is slowed down or you've had a kid or two. And it doesn't matter what you do, you can't seem to get the weight off. All right. You're probably in one of those two categories. Either you're a coach or you're trying to get in shape. I mean, am I am I right? And the fact is that if you are if you're in that second category, something isn't working. You probably have tried either one or all of these diets. You've probably tried keto, you've probably tried intermittent fasting, you've probably tried paleo, vegan, vegetarian, you've probably done a diet cleanse before, you've probably joined some kind of supplement company that your best friend was doing that lost 30 pounds. And for whatever reason, it's not working for you. You've probably considered surgery at one point. And the fact is, is that You've probably found one of those diets and you lost five or 10 pounds. And you're like, wow, this works. And then you gain the weight back. And then you get back on track and you do the diet again and you lose five or 10 pounds. And then you gain it back. And you start to keep going in this cycle where you keep jumping from diet to diet or you keep falling off and getting back on and you blame yourself. You're like, the diet works. If I could just stick with it, then I would keep the weight off. And it just, it irks my nerves. Because here's the fact. One of two things is happening. Either one, the diet works short term to where it'll help you lose that first couple pounds. But then that's it. You're going to hit a plateau. And you never seem to get past that plateau because it doesn't work any further than that. Or two... You have to understand that if you can't stick to the diet, then that diet doesn't fit into your lifestyle and it's never going to work. It's not always about the effectiveness of the diet. 
you have to take into consideration your ability to stick with it based on what you love to do in your life. If you can't follow that diet for more than 90 days, <laughs> it ain't going to work. I don't care who you are. I don't care how well the diet works. Again, I don't care how well the diet works. I don't care how efficient it is. If you can't stick to that diet for more than 90 days, and I'm talking through Thanksgiving, I'm talking through Christmas, I'm talking through anniversary, I'm talking through vacation, I'm talking through birthday parties. I'm talking on days where you're emotionally eating. If you can't figure out a diet that you can stick to for 90 days, it ain't going to work. I don't care how effective it is. And so we're falling into these traps with these diets because your, your best friend from high school did it and they lost 30 pounds. So it must, it must work. Or your mom did it. Or you went to the doctor and they did Whole30 or they did a vegan diet and it worked for them. So now they're going to tell you to do it. Let me tell you something. Odds are your doctor that you do regular checkups with isn't a nutritionist. They're not a dietitian. They maybe took one class in high school or I'm sorry, they took one class in college. They don't know. And most of the medical industry is programmed to just push drugs on you to cover up the problem, not solve the problem. <laughs> and if you want to really get into it, look, I'll tell you right now, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not. But if most doctors took one course in college on nutrition and diet, I took two. <laughs> and I've taken some certification courses. I might be a little ahead of the game here. And I quite literally help people with their diet for a living. I've talked to dietitians. I've talked to nutritionists. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's this one diet that's the end-all be-all. I'm not going to sit here and sell you on a keto program. I'm not going to sit here and tell you intermittent fasting is the only way or you got to do Whole30. Okay? I will tell you that if you're currently doing one of those diets and it is working for you, honest to God, be honest with yourself. Remember, I asked you one thing in the beginning of this podcast to put your ego aside for the next 30 minutes to an hour and just listen. Be honest with yourself. If this diet you're doing is truly, honestly working, if you are doing intermittent fasting and you are comfortable in your own skin, you've regained confidence, you are looking the way you want to look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm not against keto, intermittent fasting, diet cleanse. I'm not saying that those things don't work for anybody. I'm just saying that most of you guys are just trying to take the easy way out and it's not working for you and you're blaming yourself. When instead we just got to put a little effort, we got to learn how things work and the processes and the systems and maybe let go of that fad diet and try something new. And that's where the ego comes in. For you to sit down and say, because let me ask you something. If you needed to go to a physical therapist to get dry needling done, you wouldn't Google that and be like, oh, that looks good, and then dry needle yourself. If you needed to go get your car fixed, all right, and you had like your engine blew out, you wouldn't Google how to fix your engine and then go try to do that on your own. You'd hire a mechanic. You, you go and you get an expert in the field. That's the whole point of a community. It's literally the base of how we survive as humans. We have certain people with certain skill sets that get really good at this thing and then they sell those services or those products because they're really good at that thing. Okay? You didn't go to school for this. 
you're not a nutritionist. You're not a dietitian. You don't have a company that you're helping people. Like, don't just try to Google this and say, oh, that must be what it is. Don't go look at your Aunt Susie and say, oh, Aunt Susie did this. So I guess that must work for me too. Let's be realistic. Let's be honest with ourselves. And let's put our egos aside and ask for help when it's needed. It's literally how I got to where I am today doing this podcast teaching you guys is because I finally put my ego aside and said, I don't know this. And I started talking to people. I started taking certification courses, right? I took my classes in college that I needed to. When we're talking about our diet, there's four big components to your diet. And these four big components are called your macronutrients. Yes, we're going to talk about macros. Some of you guys are going to sit here and say, well, macros don't work for me. I tried it. Shut up. (laughs) Slap yourself. (laughs) There's no way macros don't work for you. Again, put your ego aside. There's a reason why we talk about macros here. Your four macronutrients are protein, which break down into amino acids, carbs, which break down into sugar and glucose, fats, Right? You have like your essential fatty acids, your omega-3, 6s, and 9s, your lipids, right? You've heard of these before, and your alcohol. Right? Those are your four macronutrients. And the reason why those are broken into those categories is because they have caloric value. So a lot of you have tracked your calories before and said, ah, macros aren't important. Well, let me explain something to you. Calories are how much food you're eating. Macros are what food you're eating. Macros make up your calories. So if you're tracking calories, technically you're tracking macros, you're just not paying attention to them. So let me give you an example. If you're just tracking calories, you could have ice cream for every single meal and eat 1,500 calories. But if you're tracking your macros and you're trying to hit certain macros, then you wouldn't be allowed to just eat ice cream for every meal because macros pays attention to what you're eating. If you just ate ice cream, you'd be really high probably in carbs and fats and really low in protein. You'd still be eating 1,500 calories. Does that make sense, that concept? So once we start tracking our macros, then you're going to have to start figuring out what we like to call macro tetras or the game. You're going to have to start figuring out how to get your protein number up. You're going to have to start figuring out how to fluctuate your carbs and control your carbs. Make sure you're eating enough fats, especially the good kinds of fats. And then when we're focusing on what kind of foods we're eating, it allows us the ability to fix your hormones and your metabolism. I love to call this like a, a metabolic reset when we're eating the right types of foods. And this puts all things... Um, in retrospect for you. You start realizing, oh dang, I've been overeating carbs. Even though you thought you were doing good, you realize maybe I'm doing too many carbs or maybe I'm not eating enough calories or a most common thing, you're not eating enough protein. And let me put this for you. Let's take it a step further, all right? Because macros are quite literally just the food you eat. And if you're curious about tracking macros, look, download MyFitnessPal. It's free. Okay, you don't need to do the paid version. You scan a barcode on the back of your food. You put how much of it you ate and boom, it's tracked. You can start seeing your macros and your calories. It's not hard to track. It just takes a little effort. But if you're not convinced yet, let's look at it. Keto. 
Keto is a moderate protein, low carb, high fat. I, I emphasize the low carb because it's not no carbs. A lot of you guys are trying to do no carbs on keto. That's not how it works, you guys. You still, oh, this is why you need a coach. Some of you guys are just doing keto wrong. I'm telling you right now. We'll dive into that in a second. Keto is a style of macro-based dieting. It works for some people. It doesn't work for others. Then you have like carb cycling, all right? Some of you guys have tried to do that before. That is keeping your uh, protein and fats pretty close to the same. And depending the day and how you're doing your workouts, you fluctuate your carbs up and down. That's a style of macro-based dieting, okay? If you decide to do vegan, a vegan diet, and you track your macros with that vegan diet, you would probably notice that you're getting a lot of carbs and a good amount of fats and you're low on protein. It's one of the most common issues with a vegan diet is that you're not getting enough protein in your diet. You don't have to eat meat to get protein. I'm not saying that, but you'll start to realize that, man, this is why I went on a vegan diet and I didn't see all the results I wanted. It's because you were lacking in a certain macronutrient. Again, those three diets, it's not that they can't work for you, but some of you think you're doing these diets and you're really not getting the most out of them because you're not tracking what you're doing because keto doesn't fit most of your guys' life and that's why you don't stick with it for more than five days. You're a keto Monday through Friday. You're a keto till the birthday cake shows up. You're keto till you go out and drink with your friends. Do you know how many carbs are in alcohol, most of the ones you're drinking, and alcohol will mess up your keto too. And listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, there ain't nothing wrong with drinking alcohol. I just had a winner of my last eight-week challenge who drank wine on a consistent basis. She, she lost a lot of weight. She did awesome. But we made that fit her lifestyle, okay? Again, the beauty of tracking what you eat, the beauty of tracking macros is that you can have the ice cream. You can have the brownies. You can have the carbs. You can have the bread. You can have the alcohol, but it's moderation. Some of you guys go out and you'll, you'll drink and you say, oh, I didn't drink that much. But then if we get you to actually track it, you're like, holy crap, I did not even realize. Again, don't come to me and say, no, 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 Roy, it's different for me, really. I don't, I don't eat that much ice cream. I don't eat that much carbs. When I go out and drink, I really, I control it. It's good. Fine, track it. If you truly believe that you're doing what you say you do, then just track it. Then that way you can prove me wrong. 30 days. 30 days you track. And I promise you, you'll start seeing a difference. Because when you join keto, you've seen one of your friends who do this thing and or you got sold onto it from a program probably. And there's this idea of you get to eat all these fatty foods of whatever you want and you're going to lose all this weight. And you're in this idea that all I have to do is just not eat sugars and carbs, which you know that most sugars probably aren't good for you. So of course it just makes sense. And it's simple. Just don't eat sugar, don't eat carbs, and eat a lot of the fatty foods like avocados and bacon, right? Sounds good. And when you guys get onto keto, this is the issue. Because you don't track your food, you're probably not eating enough protein as is. You're probably eating way too many processed foods, carbs, and sugars, and you probably have a moderate amount of fats that you're eating. And when you get on keto, you completely cut out the carbs altogether. No carbs, no sugar, nothing. And you eat a little bit more fat. And the issue with that is that you don't replace 
all the calories you're eating from those carbs that you used to eat with anything new. So think about that. Let's say you used to eat 1,600 calories a day, just normally, that's what you used to eat. When you go on keto and you completely get rid of a food group, all of a sudden you're eating probably 1,000 calories a day or less because you just cut out carbs. You didn't add anything back in to replace those things. So two things. One, I bet you are losing weight. All of a sudden you just stopped eating. Let me tell you something. If you step on the scale and you weigh yourself and then you get off and then you eat a hamburger and you get back on the scale, you're going to be heavier because you got food in your stomach. If you go an entire week and you just stop eating carbs, guess what? There's less food in your, in your stomach. I bet you, you are going to lose weight, but it's not the kind of weight you want. This is where a lot of you guys go the first week or two and you're like, oh, I lost 10 pounds doing keto and you have it in your head that this thing works, but it's misleading. Because the issue is that there's two very important parts of keto. It's not just about eating a lot of fat. What about the fiber? Fiber is very important and it comes from a lot of your vegetables that you should be eating like leafy greens. And you guys are missing the fiber part of that. And then of course, there's a moderate protein part to that that a lot of you are still missing. Protein is going to help you with your metabolism. It's gonna help fix your hormones. It's gonna help you have healthy hair, skin, and nails helps you produce healthy cells on a freaking cellular level helps your body. And you're just not even doing that because you think that the only thing I have to do is cut out sugars and carbs. And then you're doing keto. You're not tracking what you're eating. You're starving yourself and don't realize it because you feel good for the first day or two. And then you get the keto flu because your body body's main source of energy is carbs. And then you feel like shit for a few days, but you're like, oh, it's part of the process. (laughs) <laughs> which we're going to talk about in a second. Um, and then you're not even testing to see if you're in ketosis. Some of you guys test your pee, which is good, but doesn't always tell the whole story. But you should be testing your blood too to see if you're in ketosis. And a lot of you don't do that. You don't go those extra miles. And then when we talk about your lifestyle, who the frick wants to go through a keto flu? Okay, again, You might have seen like some bodybuilder or some extreme athlete do keto and they're like, oh, it helped me so much perform at a higher level. You guys, you have to understand that some of these people, they do this for a living, okay? They do this every day for their entire life. They don't eat the cake, the ice cream, the alcohol. They don't have, like, again, I'm talking to you, the mom of two kids who's tried everything and you're trying to lose weight. Okay, it's not in your life to just give up carbs and alcohol and you you got kids you got to worry about. You got a family, you got work, you got all this stress. Why are you trying to go to these extremes that go completely against your lifestyle? And quite frankly, when you cut out carbs, you're going to go through this keto flu and be miserable when there's other options that could work for you. And I'm going to tell you why you do it because you want to lose 10 pounds in a week. Because you want to get results now. But I promise you when you do this and you keep falling off and it's not a part of your life and you keep losing 10, gaining 10, losing 10, gaining 10, losing 10, gaining 15, losing 10, gaining 20. It's messing up your hormones. It's fucking up your metabolism. Okay? It's going to only make it harder in the long run to do the right things. Okay? 
You guys, I, it's again, it's not that keto can't work for you. It's that a lot of you guys are only doing it because you want the quick fix. A lot of you guys are trying to do it and you're not doing it right because you don't truly understand it. You didn't get a coach and you're not testing and you're not tracking. And some of you guys do it because you feel like it's the only way. Because I don't know, uh, somebody sold you on the program or a family member or a friend or somebody you look up to did it. You guys, it's just, it's not the end all be all. Okay. And if you are going to do it, get a coach, get somebody to help you through it, walk you through it, track what you're doing while you do it. So you can see if it truly works or doesn't work. I just... My biggest thing against these fad diets aren't that they don't work. It's just I don't want you to fall into the trap of this is the end-all be-all. I don't want you to fall into the trap of keto's the only way. I don't want you to fall into the trap of you have to get rid of a, a food group or you can't love your life or have alcohol or have some pasta for goodness freaking sake. Like you guys can have a lot of the things that you think you can't have. It's just you're just not willing to put in the honest-to-God work to figure it out. And that's the truth. You're scared to talk to a coach because you just keep thinking you're going to do it on your own. Let me tell you something. You keep trying to do this on your own and you keep gaining more weight or you keep not losing weight, something's got to change. You keep trying to do keto and you keep in the same circle over and over and over again, something's got to change. So, I don't want to just bash on keto for the last 15 minutes. I want to give you something tactical that you can start doing today. If you do download MyFitnessPal and start tracking your food, even listen, maybe you're just not ready to reach out to us or ask for help or reach out to a coach or whatever the case is. Maybe you, for whatever reason, you still want to do this on your own. I want to give you something that you can do right now to start moving you in the right direction. Download MyFitnessPal. It's free. You don't need to get the paid version, okay? MyFitnessPal is going to tell you that if you work out and you burn extra calories, you get to eat more food. You don't. Okay, um, just don't listen to that. Um, and just be consistent with what you're eating and just track your food. That's all I want you to do. Just track your food. I don't need you to do a diet or do anything crazy. Like just eat like you normally eat. Do not look at your macros and say, oh my God, I'm eating 110 grams of carbs. That's way too many. Because again, put your ego aside. Forget for the love of all things good. Forget everything you think you know about diet. Please do not look at your calories and your numbers and say, oh my God, I'm eating 1,200 calories. I'm eating way too much. Shut up. Hit yourself in the head. Wake up. Put your ego aside. Just track for a little bit, okay? Seven days. And all I want you to look at, all I want you to look at is that protein number. And if you are consistently eating less, than 100 grams of protein a day, I want you to start fixing that. I don't expect you to start eating 100 grams of protein starting tomorrow, if you're not. Just every week, maybe increase by 10 grams of protein. If you're currently eating 40 grams of protein, next week eat 50. The week after that, do 60. The week after that, do 70. The week after that, 80, 90, 100. Again, this is a lifestyle, all right? This isn't a get fit quick scheme. I'm not selling you on a program here. Remember, we don't run ads here, you guys. I'm not selling you on anything. I'm not telling you to go join, like I'm not. Okay, download MyFitnessPal, 
track for a week, see where your protein's at, and just increase your protein by 10 grams every week till you're at least consistently eating 100 grams of protein a day. That's your first step. It's my first step that I do with all my clients. It's not rocket science. It's not anything crazy. It's not this crazy fad diet. But if you're, if you're doing the process right and you're just increasing by 10 grams every week, for some of you guys, that might take six weeks just all in itself, right? Are you willing to do this for six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, six months, a year? Are you willing to do this? Because that goes back to the last episode that we just did, episode one of the Train Rough series. This needing to be a lifestyle. Okay, we like to think of our eight-week challenges. They're fun because they—it's simple. It gives you a time frame to accomplish some kind of goal and push hard to accomplish that goal. But again, there's nothing you're gonna do in the next eight weeks that's gonna last the rest of your life. You, at some point, you have to understand that you are what you eat. You're never gonna get around eating, and it's never gonna change. And every time you start eating like shit, and every time you fall off your diet, you feel like shit, don't you? So at some point, you just got to realize that, hey, I can have the things that I want in moderation, but what does moderation look like? And you really won't know what moderation looks like till you start tracking what you're eating and eventually getting a coach to help you. Again, you're not going to go and do physical therapy and dry needling on yourself from a Google video you watched. Stop trying to do a diet based on that keto ad that you saw and they're trying to sell you on keto coffee or their keto protein or whatever the fuck it is. All right, stop falling for it. Stop Googling how to keto 101 and then think you're an expert on keto. Go get a freaking coach who knows what they're talking about. Go get a coach, track your food, genuine. And listen, this is my last thing and I'll leave you on this. If you go to a person, you go to a coach, okay, and the only thing they teach is keto, don't work with them. If the only thing they do is Whole30, don't listen to them. If the only thing they do is intermittent fasting, don't listen to them, Okay. Because they're a one-trick pony. Either one, they did that diet and it worked for them. Two, they did that diet for one of their clients and it worked for them. Or three, they work for a company that tells you, hey, do this, and they make money off of it. Okay, those are the three things. They're a one-trick pony and it's all they know. The great thing about macros, the great thing about tracking your food is that I don't care if keto works for you or not. If it does, great, let's do that. If it doesn't, no big deal. If intermittent fasting works for you, great, let's do that. Okay? If high carbs work for you, great, let's do that. If high fats work for you, great, let's do that. The great thing about tracking your food and having a coach under our program is the fact that it's not about doing keto or intermittent fasting or diet cleanse or vegan. It's about doing what works for you. And that's the beauty of it. But at the same time, the catch-22 to that is that it's going to take time. Me and you, we got to get to know each other. Me and you, we got to look and we got to track and we got to do this for a few weeks just to see what works. And then you got to be consistent with it. Mm. And then what happened? Oh, you guys, I'm going off. We're not ending this episode anytime soon. I'm going off again. Here we go. This is a great thing. (laughs) I'm getting excited. Okay. I don't even know how to say this. Okay. So keto. You're probably eating too many processed sugars, processed carbs. That's why keto works for you short term, okay? But just like anything, your body is constantly changing. So of course, if you stop eating processed sugars, your body's probably going to respond well. You'll probably get some beginner results. So as we start tracking your food and we set you some macros and some calories and some goals for you, it's going to work for you right in the beginning. 
But you have to understand that your body is constantly changing. Let's say you have 50 pounds to lose. We can set you some macros. We can track your food. We can set you some calories. And sweet, you lose 20 pounds. Well, the things you need to eat, okay, the amounts of food you need to eat, your macros, your tracking, your calories, might need to change once you've lost 20 pounds. Does that make sense? So to get you from wanting to lose 50 to wanting to lose 30 to wanting to lose 10 to wanting to lose 5 to wanting to lose 2 to hitting your goal weight to body recomposition to putting on lean muscle, that process, your body's constantly changing. So it needs things to change with it. What works for you losing that first 20 pounds might not work for you losing that last five pounds. So just in short term in this journey, things are constantly changing. So again, it's not one size fits all. You can't just do keto and then, oh, that's going to last me my entire life. It might work for you in the beginning, but once you hit that plateau, what are you going to do to make sure you keep seeing results? And the next thing, whoo, I love this. How many of you guys got to uh, eat whatever you wanted in high school? and you never really had to work out, and you were just kind of always in shape. And now it's not the case. Yeah, because you had a really fast metabolism when you were in high school probably, and now not so much. Your hormones have changed over time. Age plays a factor. And guess what? We're not getting any younger, okay? Which means your diet's gonna change over time. The diet that's gonna work for you when you're 20 might not work for you when you're 30. What works for you when you're 30 might not work when you're 40. Again, it's going to change over time, all right? And back to the keto example, when you, you might respond really well to a high-carb diet, but because you've been eating so many processed carbs and sugars and you've been fucking up your insulin for so long, right, you've messed up your receptors. So now your body doesn't really respond well to carbs. So you need to do keto for a short term to readjust your hormones and your insulin and get you where you got to be. And then once you readjust your hormones and where you're at, maybe we can start reintroducing carbs and your body responds really well to that. And then we start seeing real results. You guys ever think about that? Maybe you just need to give up the sugars and the carbs short term to reset your insulin and your insulin receptors. And then we can reintroduce carbs where your body responds the best. Again, change. It's not one size fits all. It's not just keto. There's a lot more to it when it comes to diet. And again, a lot of you guys don't think about this stuff because you did keto once and you lost 10 pounds. So, oh, that must be the thing that works. Oh, this just gets me so excited because listen, it's a lot of you guys are listening to this and you're like, holy shit. Like it's just starting to, it's something starting to click in your head. Something's starting to click about what it is you need to start doing. Okay. Um, and a lot of it, for a lot of you, like I said, your game plan is to just start tracking what you eat. Yes, that includes the weekend. Yes, I know it's a pain in the rear at first, but it's going to be worth it. How bad do you want this? Just start tracking what you eat and try to start increasing your protein by 10 grams of protein per week, right? So if you're only eating 15 uh, grams of protein a day on average, next week eat 60 grams on average every single day, then 70, then 80 until we get to at least 100. And if you're working out, which we'll talk about in other series, you'll start to see some positive changes. You'll start moving in the right direction and you'll still get to enjoy the foods that you enjoy. All right. Hey, I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate your attention. I hope you got some good nuggets from this. Um, as always, please pay your dues. Okay. If you're a coach, share this with your members. It's going to, it's going to make a light bulb go off in their head. All right. And if you're brand new to this, if you're trying to lose weight, look, I know that you're going to start changing your life. I know you're going to start moving in the right direction. If you ever need help, 
feel free. Shoot me a message, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, more than happy to help you. But more importantly, do me a favor and share this episode. Because just like you're listening to this and you got some good stuff out of it, there is millions of people that are trapped just like you and can't figure it out. And we're about to break some fucking myths. That's right. In these next few episodes, we're going to give you the truth. We're not trying to sell you on a program. We're not trying to sell you on some supplements. We're not trying to push some drugs to you or some fat burners or whatever the fuck it is. Okay. We're giving you the truth. All right. Some of you might not want to hear it, but I think deep down, you know, you know what's good. So do me a favor. Please share this episode. Um, and if you share it on like Instagram or Facebook, tag me because I love seeing you guys uh, spreading the love. Um, and just remember, we don't pray for an easy life. We earn a rough one. Y'all keep earning those cookies.